This is Unclaimed Bands, show 137. Hey, musical listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands. And tonight uh, we have, via Skype, uh, Only Living Boy. How you guys doing? Good. Good, man. Doing good. Well. Cool. I want to thank you for uh, taking time to join me here. Appreciate it. You know, everybody's a hard working, you know, getting out there, doing stuff. Um, before we jump into the whole interview, why don't we let people listen to a song so they see what uh, what your music's about. Uh, what are we going to let them uh, listen to? Uh, this song is called Stars. Stars? Okay. This is Stars by Only Living Boy.
that was stars. Guys, um, do me a favor. Just tell me, introduce yourselves and tell me what you do in the band. Uh, Joe Cerati, I play guitar and sing. Uh, my name is Trevor Newcomb, I play drums. And Eric on bass and background vocals. Cool, cool, cool. Well, once again, thank you guys for uh, being here. Um, do me a favor. Tell me, give me, give, give us all a little bit about that song, Stars. Uh, hey, there ain't too much to say. Uh, it's just, uh, it was a little slight departure from what we had been doing as far as like blues, rock, rock, uh, riff rock, um, stoner rock, just all manners of rock. Uh, it's, um, you know, um, we, we, uh. I don't know. We just kind of did it in the basement, and uh, there's some a little more acoustic guitar than, than usual on it. Um, played around with the three four time. Um, yeah, tried to mix the rhythm up a little bit. Yeah, the drums in particular are pretty. Uh, I'll speak for him to say. Uh, I thought one of the, one of the standout parts of it. Just the, the rhythm is uh, we. It's one of the first songs that we. Uh, Paid special attention to the, the rhythm and the arrangement of the instruments to uh, work with that three four time. You know, I just uh, I've always been uh, real proud of this one, and uh, like we, I guess it's not exactly a ideal uh, single format, but we don't really you know uh, give a shit. <laughs> a little long, and uh, you know, but it's just I've always, I'm always been very proud of it so I'm, I'm happy to ha finally release it you know you guys mentioned it was it's kind of a departure from what you normally do did you set it out to be that way or did it just uh, just some, sort of develop and happen no it just yeah it just happened i mean we never really <laughs> deliberately set out to uh do something different um it just it always happens i mean if any, if anything we were uh you know, if anything, we'd have to try harder to stay into one format, you know, uh -huh. or one recognizable sound because we're also uh, into and influenced by so many styles and, and really love to listen to so many styles. I mean, we just, uh, yeah. Just kind of let it go where you go and, and play what you like to play. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, but definitely. I, th I think too often bands, uh, you know, especially after their first couple songs, try to f say like, well, you know, like kind of fit everything into a nice format that always sounds like them. And, uh, you know, sometimes I think they're a little afraid to experiment and go to different places with their music. But that's cool that you guys don't uh, don't see it that way. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, uh, so, some people would say that's either a strength or a weakness. I don't know. We, I mean, a recognizable sound is a good thing to an extent. I mean, as long as you're not. Uh, you know, deliberately pigeonholing yourself or, you know, stifling your creativity in any way. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, how did you guys get together as a band? Uh, we've been playing together since we were like 12 years old. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, uh, now we're a heck of a lot older than that. Um, but, you know, we probably when we were like... In our, like, 21, 22, we just kind of uh, kind of joined, started playing, to, like, with, you know, the, the, the aim of going for it. So we've been, quote-unquote, going for it for the last, 
shit, six, seven years, five years, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like now, in the, the, one of the reviews uh, on uh, Reverb Nation and the press stuff there, um, the one guy alluded to uh, the Paul Simon song. Uh, it, did that, how did, is that where that name came from? Your, your band name? Yeah. Yeah, we, like I said, we, we listen to a lot of different kinds of music. <laughs> <laughs> we obviously don't sound anything like that, but uh, we all are big fans of uh, Paul Simon, you know. And uh, we were trying to come up with a name, and the and this, this song just kind of came on the radio. And we, you know, after a month of disagreeing on something, uh, we finally just thought, thought it sounded cool and went for it. You know. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, we, that's, that's cool. we we kind of we we were forced to change our name after and and so it's we played the band name game for like two months and I think that name played into that too because at the time we were just like you know sort of out there something didn't go right for us <laughs> yeah so it just fit nice nice um you know you'd mentioned in the previous question you guys with all the d- different types of music listen to a lot of different influences but who would you say were uh, and this is for each one of you who would say were uh were your, like your, maybe your main influence or who who's influencing you most now Oof. i think you know it was a lot of hendrix and and page me and joe we you know when we first started playing together we'd would both play guitar and we would just be constantly on on hendrix or or jimmy page or uh you know, David Gilmore, Pink Floyd stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of that classic foundation. Yeah, now, I mean, I don't know. I feel like we some of a lot of our stuff, maybe not on this, this next EP, but we've kind of been fitting a little bit into like the stoner rock category, but I don't really even know what that means. Cause I'm not <laughs> sure like what rock and roll doesn't involve stoners. So. Very true, very true. Um, a lot of Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, honestly, we get a lot of Queens of the Stone Age comparisons, um, but people told us we sounded like them before we even knew who they were. Um, since since then, though, I mean, that's coming from the drummer's standpoint, that's like my favorite band, I would say. Um, I really like their rhythms and how they how they, you know, kind of bring this combination of simple and complex, uh, however that makes sense. I don't know. No, I get, I get what you're saying. Uh, it's it's sort of like, you know, you mentioned David Gilmer, and there was an interview he gave where he said, like, you know, I don't play fast. You know, everybody thinks it's all this, you know, like you have to play fast in order to do something, but it's very simple. It's not, not as complex as people make it out to believe. So, you know, sometimes the, the simplest things can sound just incredible, and, you, you know, you always think that, well, hell, a lot went into it, but uh, I mean, a lot does. Obviously, a lot of work and all that. You have to, you have to work hard to make things seem simple, but or easy. But uh, I get what you're saying about that. The best Bruce Lee quote is, uh, "To master is to simplify." <laughs> you <Yeah>. would know. <laughs> That's so. Our biggest influence, I would say, is probably Bruce. Lee. Bruce Lee. Okay. <laughs> our biggest musical influence is Bruce Lee for sure. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yo, you mentioned the new EP. Um, when when are you guys expecting to uh, to drop that? What's going on? What's all around it? Give me all the info. Uh, yeah, um, we recorded two EPs. Um, before I I hate I hate to still talk about Hurricane like the the last Hurricane we had, but um, 
we recorded two EPs a couple years ago at a great studio in Weehawken, New Jersey. Um, we got the first one out. That's Cool Collected Headcase we released last year. And this is kind of the – we're releasing a follow-up to that, um, which was recorded in the same session. Uh, it's called uh, Little Fish. Uh, we are going to be releasing that February 28th on vinyl. Um, for anyone that's in the area, it's going to be at The Saint in Asbury Park, New Jersey on February 28th. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to start pre-orders for that uh January 1st, so people will be able to get digital copies then, along with a bunch of other material, new stuff that we haven't released before. Cool, cool, cool. And that's going to be on the 28th? Of February, yeah. 28th of February. All right. So people, you know you know that the music's coming. You're, after you're done listening to the uh, to this, make sure you keep an eye out for it, obviously. Uh, yeah, starting January 1, people like will be able to get That's when the pre-release will be? Yeah, and people will be able to get digital copies. We're kind of we'll, the main release will be focused around the vinyl. So cool. Yeah, and uh, in support of that, we'll be re-releasing um, our previous records with um, digitally, uh, with uh, a bunch of uh, unreleased material, bonus um, tracks. Type yeah, stuff. bonus tracks on uh, on all of those. Uh, that'll be January first. That's cool. Yeah, well, we, we uh, have a you know a home studio. We we've been recording pretty much nonstop for years, you know, in writing. And obviously a lot of that didn't make the cut, but, uh, so a, a lot of those, a lot of those, um, unfinished songs and finished songs that didn't make the cut and various jams and Demos, riffs stuff and like stuff like that are all going to be on there. So that's kind of cool. That's, yeah. That's great. You give giving, you know, people a nice little, uh, bonus like that. You know what I mean? All the extra music. Trying. I tell you, it's, it's getting that across to other people. It's all about giving to the fans, and you guys are certainly going to do that with this record. Then, um, what do you, what do you, what's with the for the years that you've been together? See, I'm stumbling over my own words. Uh, with, with all the years you've been, you guys been together and playing and stuff like that. What's been like the craziest thing that ever happened at one of your shows? Oh my God! Besides, like friends of ours impregnating their girlfriends afterwards and stuff like that that's like <laughs> well, i wasn't asking about the after party <laughs> just a funny string of friends that have done that um <laughs> hey that, that could be a new way to market it for the for the yeah. people who are at a fertility challenge come to an only living boy show yeah improve your chances of getting pregnant <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. uh craziest thing that happened at show i i don't know man we spent um like right right now we've been kind of focusing on regional dates um but we spent 3 or 4 years touring the country pretty heavy so to pick one crazy thing that happened after a show would be a tough tough one i'm trying to think um i'd say that the the craziness of the shows definitely hinder our ability to remember the craziness <laughs> of the shows as well i don't know, <laughs> I don't know. it was so crazy i forget it man that's cool yeah. I, I don't know. We, you know, we spent years couch surfing and doing that whole thing. So, oh man, some of the places we slept and people we hung out with—it's—it's it's a long list of crazy. But at the particular shows, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to to, to, to nail down one. I know I remember a whole slew of them after this interview. But we were just talking about one show we had <laughs> where where fest down in uh, Orlando. Oh yeah, that was a great festival. We got uh, put on the bill with. This like uh, in in Florida in Orlando, there's this heavy metal sort of like dungeons 
an axes style <laughs> uh, festival at this place called the Dungeon, and uh, and we got thrown on that bill. And I think just that whole environment was was probably one of the crazier times I had a show or, or I had at a show just because it was so sort of like niche. You know, it was very geared towards all that. Yeah, it was like black screaming metal and. Yeah, you got thrown on a bill with a bunch of like doom metal bands. Yeah, we went up there and played <laughs> played our rock set, and everybody loved it. But it was just, you know, I, it's it's probably the most out of uh, form I've I've been at a show. Yeah, that place was great. The, if I recall, the floor was like sawdust chips, I guess, to absorb blood and impact. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A lot of people running around in period costume or something like that. Well, it was called Mosh Fest. So. Oh wow, wow. Okay. Yeah, and we're not. I mean, we're not necessarily known for uh, inspiring mosh pits, but that was a that was definitely a crazy one. Jeez. Uh, well, yeah, M- Mosh Fest. <laughs> nice. I have to. It was a great time, that. and it went over really well. Yeah. It was just wild, you know. It was, yep. uh, I've just I've just never heard of that fest. I've heard of a lot of different festivals, and you know some of them got very flowery names and stuff like that, or, or you're not exactly sure what it is. But that just puts it right there. It's a mosh fest. I think we crashed in a trailer park too. That yeah, night. the trailer park right next door. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Cool, yeah. cool. Uh, well, tell you what, why don't we take a pause and let everybody listen to another uh, another song? Um, what would you like them to hear? This one's uh, called "Fine for Now." Fine for now.
was fine for now. My guests are only living boy. Uh, guys, what's the uh, what's the best place for everybody to get all the information and keep in touch with the band? Uh, if you do a, you know, we're uh, onlylivingboy.com. Uh, can get you, you know, our show schedule. Can guide you to all the social media fun stuff. Um, Facebook is obviously probably the best way to keep in touch on how everything, you know, the most recent stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the world we live in. Yes, it is. Yes, it is a Facebook world. Still waiting for something to replace it. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, I know. I dread that too. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So everybody can get the information there. So when you're done listening to the show here, people, go over to the site, sign up. You guys got a mailing list or anything like that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe it resides. You, you can get it from our site uh, or like our Reverb Nation page. Um, nice. Also pretty active on there. All right, so people, you can get sign up for the mailing list, everything else like that. And, of course, when they come to play, come see them. That's the best way to uh, – especially after the 28th. You guys going to have vinyls at sales at, show, at shows too? Oh, yeah, man. It will be a whole merchandise extravaganza. <laughs> Something for everybody. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, this is another one for each one of you. What's the first record you ever remember buying? Oh, man. No judgments here. Uh, buying? Oh, man. Or buying, getting, whatever. What's the first one you remember? Actually, going out and buying. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think the first thing I picked up was that Offspring album with like uh, that skeleton or something on the cover. I can't remember what it was. I but think that's that's what I remember actually going to Sam Goody and like buying in CD format. I think the first CD I got as a as a gift, it was, I was probably like. 12 I think it was Green Day Dookie. Oh, yeah, that's another one. <laughs> Gross. It was a great cover though. Remember that cover? Yeah. They're all throwing shit at each uh, other. Yeah, I mean the the first one that I remember going to the store and actually buying with my own money is just cause where I was like going with that question. Uh I got Bob Dylan Desire uh but so I got cool. it. But I gave it, uh, actually it was for my uncle, so I don't know if that qualifies, but I ended up, I ended up holding on to it and listening to it, you know, and really loving it. Um, I'm trying to think of a, a good embarrassing CD that I bought. Oh, maybe like the Counting Crows album or something like that. That's embarrassing. Give <laughs> the time. Well, yeah. well, the Bob Dylan one counts since you kept it, so. Okay, cool. Uh, if you guys could collaborate with any artist, living or dead, who would it be and why? Living or dead? Living or dead, yeah. Holy shit, that's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Collaborate. I probably would have to collaborate with Jimmy Page as futile as that would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um... Man, Joe. I don't know. Uh, Hendrix. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd have to say, well, living, I'd have to say, like, I mean, Josh Hami or Hami or Hami. How do you say his <laughs> name? Yeah, or pa- Homey Hami, yeah, or uh, you know, Dave Grohl. Yeah, I'd probably say. Well, I would rather. Um, yeah, I mean, Josh. Yeah. Well, as a guitar player, I think I'd rather collaborate with like Dave Grohl just because I'd be 
As a drummer, I'd rather collaborate with Josh. Yeah. Um, dead, I mean... Bach. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> don't think we've ever had Bach before. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like, David Bowie would be pretty cool. Ah, oh, that's a good one. Uh, Is he dead? No, he's alive. Oh, so. he's alive, too. He's not <laughs> as far dead. as I'm concerned, he's fucking dead. Yeah, he's alive. That sucks. Did you hear his uh, last I mean, record? Well, dead. Ugh, yeah. He's dead to me. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, but yeah, just to start, I'd, I'd start with that. That's good. All right, that's cool. That's cool. Um, I've asked you about the craziest thing, but as a band, what do you think has been uh, the best achievement you've uh, you guys have had so far? Probably keeping it together. I was, <laughs> was going to say the same thing. Longe- longevity. Still being a band. <laughs> We've known so many great bands and met so many great bands, toured with them, like just things I. I I would have been sure we're going to go somewhere and so many of them only lasted a couple of years. You know, they broke up. Yeah. The whole reason they they didn't go anywhere is because they just didn't keep it together. Yep. I totally agree. I've, I've seen so many. I look at, I got a stack of CDs of local bands and original bands that are no longer together. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention the three of us have been friends for most of our lives. Uh, So just, like we all still love to play um and it's i think that's probably when it comes to like personal accomplishments that's probably really the most thing i could ask for no that's that's great i mean i don't think uh we've never had that answer before um no one's ever ever said that and uh, i think that's great do you think that do you think that because of uh you know your your long friendship that that's you know one of the reasons like you guys know each other as opposed to just you know Basically, bands are like, what do they say? Uh, a band is like individual marriages. Yeah, it sure is. Um, yeah, nothing. Yeah, and yeah, this bands are like marriages, and the music is, is like the it. music is the sex. We've had that conversation before. <laughs> um, it makes it not like a marriage, though. Yeah, it's not so bad to like family. Yeah, we're like family, existing family, not married into it really. Yeah, gotcha. it's not so hard to like to like sleep in the back of a van with two guys who used to like sleep over their houses when they were when you were like twelve, you know. No, totally get that. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Well, look, before we wrap everything up here, uh, is there anything you guys want to say to your fans out there? Uh, Come out to the shows. Come yeah, out to the shows. just get get the music and, and share it with your – like that's – I mean people are into it. Just it, it, it doesn't take much these days to just like click share. Uh, and so if, you, if you're digging the stuff, just share it with your friends. Um, we're going to keep – you know, we're really excited about this next EP – we're already excited about the EP after that, so we're just going to keep pumping music out, and hopefully, people keep digging it. And yeah, and thanks su- for having us. Su- support the rock and roll scene because it's hard to come by these days, you know. True, very true. Um, well, guys, I, I want to thank you for taking time uh, once again to do the interview. I really appreciate it, and uh, you know, everybody out there listening to this. Go check out Only Living Boy. Make sure you hit the site, buy the music, share it with people. It's very important too. And uh, you know, make sure that you uh, tune back here to Unclaim Bands uh, next time for uh, more great interviews and more great music with bands like Only Living Boy. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of the unclean band, its parent company, or subsidiaries.